This is Pray Tell, Dr. Hash, and I'm Dr. Martin D. Hash Esquire, wisest man in the world, because the competition just ain't that tough. And these are things I wish someone had told me. Today's topic, LGBTKKK. A two-party system combined with social media allows teeny segments of the population to wield power far greater than their small numbers may suggest. How did self-identify which bathroom to use ever seem reasonable? How did an old man in makeup with balls intact and conservative politics become a cause celeb? How did gender pronouns get banned in colleges? This mouse that roared situation all started in the gay community due to legitimate concerns, and they successfully fought back using demonstrations, political maneuvering, poetic language, and shaming. A gay rights parade is more than spectacle. It puts the world on notice that anyone willing to dress publicly in assless chaps isn't going to be afraid to get right in your face. Sell us the damn wedding cake or we'll shut down your business. Via these intimidation tactics, gay rights have become preferential rights and every other special interest group witnessing the victory is following the same aggressive playbook. Gay men are in many positions of power and like all cohesive special interest groups do business and favors among themselves. Gay mongering probably would have stopped with their overwhelming success at acceptance and integration, but a working tactic is always exploited until it breaks, so other similar groups adopted the strong arm strategy as their own. In today's victimhood environment, claiming discrimination both feels sanctimonious and brings with it notoriety, recognition, and control. They control the narrative, they control the media, they control the legal system, and they demonize anyone who gets in their way. Fascism exists, but it's hiding under a different rock than the one everyone is scrutinizing. Straight white males aren't the problem. For more, see my website at martinhash.com.